Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money off of my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it is so easy to use on the go. I can pull up the app on my phone, record a podcast, add some music, add my intro, add my outro, and edit all on the fly. So there's no need to sit by a laptop all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast, boo. Welcome to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey, certified life coach, passionate author, and speaker from Living My Empowered Life. She's on a mission to help women just like you achieve your goals and break through any barriers holding you back from living the life you deserve. If you're ready to slay life without apology, you've come to the right place. Here she is now, your host, Tracy Massey. Hey, hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the Charging Station Podcast. It's your girl, Tracy Massey of Living My Empowered Life. I am so happy to have you here. If this is your first time joining, welcome. Come on in, take a seat on the couchy couch. If you are a returning listener, hey, boo, you know I love me some you. So glad to have you here. I am honored to have each and every one of you lending your ear to me for these few moments. If you can't tell, um, my heart is a little heavy today. A lot on my mind, a lot of things running through my heart. And I just wanted to share a part of my story with you. So trigger warning, the topic that I'm going to discuss today is very heavy. So if you're one who listens to my podcast around your children, I would say um, not to in this episode. Um, I'm not going to to be vulgar or anything like that, but this is a heavy topic, so listen accordingly. Um, at the recording of this podcast, it was revealed that a young lady um, died by suicide, and her name was Chesley Christ. Miss Chesley is a former Miss USA 2019. You know that that year where Black Girl Magic was so prevalent. She was a charlatan, 
She was an attorney here in the area, um, worked with local community organizations, just a beautiful young woman inside and out. Unfortunately, she ended her life. And why this is so heavy is because the last two to three weeks, there have been three beautiful lives ended by suicide. And these are high profile lives, but I can't help but think about the many lives that have ended because of suicide and My heart goes out to Chesley's parents and siblings. Regina King lost her son this week. And my heart just goes out to them because as a parent who has lost a child, that is a pain that is indescribable. When you lose your child to suicide, I can't even imagine that pain. I can't even imagine. I know the questions that I had running through my mind and the guilt that I felt when my daughter left this earth. I can't even imagine what the parents and the siblings and the the family and the friends are going through. Oh, Jesus. Help me make it through this episode, Lord. Um, My heart just hurts for them. And I've been in prayer for the last week after getting the news about Regina King's son and other um, incidents, incidents. And I was just basically lamenting, crying out to God about this and haven't gotten an answer or anything yet, but it's just, I'm just going to continue to go back to him because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to share what I feel, but I am going to share my story um, because there may be a lot of questions and by no means am I a counselor. Um, By no means am I, do I feel like I have all the answers or know all the answers? I don't, but I'm sharing my story with the hopes that it helps someone with the hopes that it gives you a little glimpse of light to be able to get the help that you need. So if you are listening to this podcast and you are dealing with suicidal thoughts, suicidal ideations, know that I hear you, I see you, and I want you to know that you are not alone. So with that being said, I'm going to share my story. So um, many years ago, I say many because I really don't remember like the exact time frame. I believe I was in my 20s. I tried to take my own life. And. Leading up to that, nobody knew what I was struggling with because on the outside, everything looked great. I was in a a relationship. Um, My daughter was still alive and still healthy. Um, 
had a good paying job. I was in school. Like everything on the outside just looked great. What people didn't realize was my relationship was on the rocks. Um, I had gained a whole bunch of weight, um, feeling like I was in this dead end job, looking at my daughter and just feeling like she would be better off without me because I felt like as a parent, I was not providing for her the way I felt like she deserved to be provided for. Now, I was not neglecting my daughter or anything like that. She had a roof over her head. She had clean clothes. She stayed fed. Child knew I loved her. But I, for some reason, just felt like I was not good enough for her. Um, I felt like I was not the best parent for her. And I felt like it would be better. She would be better off without me. So this was not the first time that I had struggled with battling suicide. I can remember being a little girl, like six, seven years old, and thinking, I don't want to be on this earth anymore. And through my, as as I got older, um, still battling with that and um but it never got to a point where I wanted to do anything until it was after my mom passed away and I I never really grieved my mom um I never really like sat down and thought about the impact of losing her had on me and back then huh Going to therapy and all that, that was so taboo. That was, you know, therapy and stuff was not the end thing that it is now. So, and then I didn't, I didn't have a relationship with Christ. I didn't have a relationship with God or anything like that. So I was left to my own devices, so to speak. Even though I know that's not true. God has always been with me. But anyway, I knew that life the way that I was living it was not worth it anymore. And um, I remember going to, so the the first time I had this, this thought where I actually came up with a plan, I remember going to a local park and sitting at the banks of a river because Fun fact, I can't swim. Well, I can swim underwater, but, you know, I'm not a strong swimmer or anything like that. But I I sat, it was weird. I took a Bible (laughs) and I sat at the banks of that river and I thought I could just walk out there and it will all be over. And I remember opening up the Bible and it was a small Bible. It was one of those, one of those small pocket Bibles that just had um, Proverbs and Psalms in it. And I remember opening up to the book of Psalms and I don't even remember what, what passage I ended up reading, but reading that scripture, it was like I had a moment of clarity. So I got up and I went, I can't even remember who I went to, but I I remember going to somebody and the next thing I remember was being, checking myself into a hospital. 
And so I stayed in that treatment facility for a few weeks and ended up, that was the first time I was on put on medication and things like that. And for a while, things were good. For a few years, things were good. So fast forward to me moving to Charlotte, my relationship on the rocks, and all of these thoughts and things started to come back up. So I fought it as long as I could. And finally, one day I just said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And... I wrote a letter to my daughter. Actually, back up. I remember talking to someone, talking to a former friend of mine and saying, you know what, life would just be better off without me, blah, blah, blah. Kind of kind of joking, but not. Just kind of like putting feelers out there to see what this person was going to say. And the one thing they said to me was like, why do you think that? Like, it was very judgmental. Um, why do you think that? Like, you have a whole daughter here. Why would you think that she would be better off without you? Like, that's, that's just selfish. And I felt so small. I felt so ashamed and embarrassed. And it just perpetuated the thought that I was already having. You know, it was like, shoot, well, why even continue to be here if I'm if I'm selfish and an embarrassment you know and so I shut down I didn't say anything else to anybody from that on that point on I just went and made my plan so I went and I wrote a letter to my daughter because one thing I did not want her to think was that her mommy didn't love her so the letter I wrote to her, it just, I, I remember saying, writing, um, what I did is not a reflection of you. I love you. I will always love you. And it was just, you know, <laughs> a load of crap. <laughs> Let's just be honest. But I did not want to, not saying that I love my daughter beyond measure was a load of crap, but it was just in this letter, me thinking that me writing her would bring some solace to her I don't know but I wrote that letter and continued on with the day per usual <laughs> got her up for school got her ready for school um, fixed her breakfast my boyfriend at the time was getting ready to go to work He, we had this routine every morning where he would kiss me goodbye and he said he would say I'll see you later and I said um maybe and he didn't think anything by it but I knew what I was planning on doing that day and so took my baby girl to school kissed her um told her have a great day at school and to remember mommy always loves you and then I went to a hotel room and in that hotel room, I called my job um, and I called out of work, but the person on the other end of the phone knew something was off. And they got one of the doctors that I worked with at the time 
Um, because at the office that I worked at at the time, we were, you talk about being in an office where you're like family, like this was straight up family. And they, that person on the other end of the phone knew that something was off. You know, this doesn't sound like, like Tracy, something's off. And so they got the doctor and he talked to me and what he didn't know was that I had already done what I plan to do and so talking to him um, he talked to I don't even know how long the time how much time had passed but I remember him saying I'm sending someone to help you I'm sending someone to help you and he sent someone to help me And um, that person that came to help me, I remember them being so kind and not making me feel as if I was a burden or giving me, like, making me um, explain why I wanted to do what I wanted to do and why I felt this way about myself because I couldn't explain it. I could not explain why I did not want to be on this earth anymore. I just could not explain it. And they didn't make me feel as if I was a burden. They didn't make me feel as if I was worthless or anything like that. They just they just sat with me and they talked with me and they they helped me to see that. Yeah, I have so much more purpose. I have so much more life to live. And it helped me to see that even though things right now weren't good, they could always get better. And they they, they told me that, you know, there's always a rainbow after the storm and that, that I have people who love me, genuinely love me. And I needed to hear that at a time where I felt so unlovable. I felt so worthless. And so, um, they stayed with me at that hotel. And I, I really think that they weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> So I don't know why things worked out the way that they did, but I really, I don't think that they were supposed to stay with me. I really think that they were supposed to take me somewhere and, you know, do all that stuff, but they didn't. And I'm so thankful that that person just sat with me and stayed with me. And um, I remember waking up and... <laughs> that was the first time I remember hearing God's voice so audibly. And I remember what he said to me. And to this day, what he said to me sticks with me. So whenever I have those thoughts, I remember what he said that day. And um, 
I wish I could remember the person that was with me and um, their name and everything because I really would like to thank them. And I really would like to um, for them to see see me now. Because that time of my life was so dark and so heavy. To be where I am now, I'm so thankful. And I thank God for um, not giving up on me. And I just want people to know that just because you're a Christian and you're saved does not mean that you don't you don't have these struggles. It doesn't. It doesn't make you exempt. And sometimes, you know, these thoughts come up because there could be an underlying condition. Like, like depression is so real, y'all. Depression is real. There's so many things that go into a depression diagnosis. It's more than just spiritual Um It could be a chemical imbalance. It could be triggers. It could be grieving. Like there's just so many, so many things that go into depression. And so to this day, I have bouts of depression. But now I know and understand and have the tools and the coping skills to make it through those seasons. But my heart goes out to people who don't. And I just wish this country would make mental health a priority. Like for real, for real. I remember um, just just a couple years ago when I was working a temp job, having having health insurance that did not cover mental health. And for me. I know how important mental health is. I know how important it is for me to be in therapy, especially this time of year when I'm going into a grief season, when those bouts of depression seem to come in like floods. But to have health insurance that did not cover mental health, mental health is vital. And I wish that everyone had access to it. And I wish everyone would would take advantage of it. So my heart just hurts right now because I think about the people who, who don't have the hope because baby, when you get to that point where you like, I, I'm I'm chucking the deuces, I'm out, I, I can't do this no more. Like that is so hard. And I understand, I understand how you can get there. I understand how you can get there. And I just, I just hope and I pray that if you are having those thoughts, please, please reach out for some help. Please reach out for some help. Please call the National Suicide Hotline. And I'm going to give you that number. So grab a pen. Put it in your phone. If you need it, grab a pen. The National Suicide Hotline. 
That number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. This line is available 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. There's someone there who will talk with you, who understands, who can help you. So that was really the abridged version of my story. (laughs) And again, I just shared that because I want you to win. And I've said this before on the podcast. I need you around. Our lives may never cross paths in real life. But the fact that you're here on this podcast. Means that we're connected. And I want you to know that I love you. And I see you. And I'm praying for you. But I need for you. To get up, get the help that you so deserve. I'm not even going to say that you need it. Yeah, you need it, but you also deserve help. You deserve to win. So, um, Jesus, I'm going to sign off. Because I am like totally emotional. I need to just go and draw a warm bubble bath and just cry. Because I just feel my heart is just so heavy. My heart is just so heavy. Just thinking about everyone impacted by these lives that are gone. Jesus. So um, please reach out for help. Please don't think that you're a burden. And y'all. Check on your strong friends. I know there's a backlash about people saying that now. But here's the thing. When you check on a strong friend, show up. Don't just send them a text. Talk about, hey, I'm checking on you. Hadn't heard from you. Or make it about you. Show up for them. Be there for them. Sit with them. Listen to them. Because the thing about a strong friend, we're not going to ask you for help because we're going to feel like a burden. Please be in tune with your friend. If they're a friend, you know when your friend is off a little bit. You know when something's not right. And if you get a gut instinct, follow that. If someone runs across your mind, just follow that. Check on them. Be there for them. Don't badger them. Don't make them feel guilty. Don't make them feel ashamed. Just be there for them. To that lady that sat with me, wherever you are, thank you. Thank you. Because you heard me. You heard me without me saying a single word. And to my coworker, who I'm pretty sure is listening to this podcast, I know you remember that day. And I don't even remember if I said thank you to you, but thank you. Because you heard something in me that was not right. And I thank you for taking the initiative 
to check on me. All right, y'all. I'm going to pray. I'm going to try to get through this. (sighs) Heavenly Father. God. Papa. You are so amazing. And I thank you for being able to come to your throne of grace. Even when my heart is heavy. Even when my spirit is grieving and mourning, God, you say, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Holy Spirit, comfort your people. God, those who are hurting, who haven't been able to utter a single word, God, you know the pain in their hearts, God. I pray, God, that you would give them a glimpse of hope to be able to reach out for the help that they deserve. God, I pray that you surround them with people who are able to see past the facade, to see past the perfect curated Facebook and Instagram and TikToks, God, to see them the real person, to see the heart of the person, God. And Lord, let them be able to receive the help that they deserve, God. Let their helpers find them. God, your people are hurting and people are fighting battles that we know nothing about. God, help them to extend grace to themselves, God. Help them to see that they have purpose on this earth. Help them to see, God, that they are loved, that they are needed, that they are wanted. Let not one person feel like they are a burden any longer, God. And let them be able to drop their burdens at your feet. For you said, God, that we can lay our burdens at your feet. We can drop these yokes. For your burden is easy. And God, I pray, Father, that if they don't have a relationship with you, that they get one quickly. And I pray, God, that you would watch over the families and comfort the families of these lost, these wonderful lives lost the last few weeks, God. Even the lives that haven't made the news, God, they they those lives mattered. And they are leaving people on this earth to mourn and grieve the loss. I pray, Father, that you will fill their hearts with joy and peace, wisdom and understanding. Lord, when we lose someone, it's hard. It is hard. It is a pain that it is indescribable. But God, thank you that there is not a single pain on this earth that you can't heal. Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you for being with us. Even when we can't feel you, God, we know that you're near. Help us to always remember that you are right here with us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Remember, God loves you. I love you. It ain't nothing you can do about it. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey. We hope you enjoyed the episode, but more importantly, we hope you'll take the next step and apply these tools in your own life. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review so others can find this podcast too. You definitely want to check out livingmyempoweredlife.com for free resources and all kinds of goodies, all to help you slay life without apology. Until next time, ready, set, live.